<laughs> folks, and a hearty welcome to our drive-in theater. We have a wonderful evening's entertainment lined up for you, one that will provide several hours of pleasurable relaxation and diversion for you and your family. Did you fail to dress up for tonight's show? No tie, an old shirt and slacks, a house dress? Well, don't give it a thought. We're glad you came as you are. We just want you to enjoy yourselves. Don't forget to visit our refreshment center during the intermission or any time. You love the tasty array of snacks we have to offer. So will the youngsters. Everything is quality and mm -hmm, so good. We hope you'll make this a weekly visit. Bring the family. Bring your friends. There are always wonderful new pictures to see, delightful snacks to nibble, a gay, pleasant evening for all. Oh, a word of caution. Don't drive over 10 miles an hour in the theater area for your safety's sake. And mom or pop, go with the kids when they leave the car. We hope you have a wonderful time. Come back soon. Hello, everybody, and yes, we're starting to key things up here at the Starlight Drive-In again. But since, to quote Jamie Lee Curtis, the, this year's Oscars was for us exploitation fans, and I do agree we're going to celebrate Michelle Yeoh, basically everyone from... What's the movie name? Everywhere, everywhere, everything. Everywhere, all, everything, everywhere, all at once. All at once, yeah. And this is really Michelle Yeoh's third Oscar nomination. She was uh, nominated for Best Supporting for Memoirs of a Geisha. Mm-hmm. Didn't win. And she was nominated by with uh well for Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Which isn't that bad a movie. It's just that by the time it come out, those of us who are hardcore Wuxia fans had already seen it and seen it <coughs> done better. Bride with white hair. Yeah. Absolutely. The first, there's a name that even we forgot that when he died last year, and I'm ashamed of it, and that's Neil Jimenez, who died last year. What's so special about him? Well, he wrote one of the best J.D. films ever, which is uh, River's Edge. And that one's a good one, isn't it, Carl? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And unfortunately, Neil had uh, an accident, and I'll let you go on from there. Yeah, he had an accident after riding uh, River's Edge, and he was celebrating. And he ended up in a disability ward, a rehab ward. And he took his memories of that ward and wrote it into a movie which... It was really the best movie I have ever seen about being disabled. And Carl probably agrees with me. Yeah, I do. I do. The Water, the water Dance. Dance. Mm -hmm. I mean, that one has Eric Stoltz during his top there, Wesley Snipes, uh, William Forsythe. Yeah. Not an easy film to watch. 
but a necessary film. Well, if you're if you're in the middle of it, it's a needed film. Yes, that's true. And it has Very one true. of my favorite lines ever. Are you trying to tell me you eat pussy? Yes. Every fucking chance I get. <laughs> the point of the water dance, and we'll get to it one day if we can find ever if a good print ever comes out. Hint, hint, Kino Lorber. Hint, hint, Criterion. Is that you never know who's going to be the one who's going to survive. Who's going to be the one who sinks underneath the water? You know. Yeah, you never know. You never know. But, yeah. And that's all we're going to say about the In Memoriam, a.k.a. We talked about how usually it's a mess. But this year it was a clusterfuck upon God-like level. Yeah, it was. So many things but I didn't like about it. But the quote, one of my favorite lines to say about things I don't want to talk about in detail from Forrest Gump, and that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, we're going to be doing Michelle Yeoh. We're going to be doing uh, Police Story 3, Super Cop. But first, we're going to be doing a series of 90s martial arts trailers. And really, there were two animated films, two kid kiddie films that come out in the OOs. One was uh, Kung Fu Panda, which was a love note to the Shaw Brothers. Hell, they even got two characters named the Shaw Brothers in it, don't they? Yeah, they do. And then there's the second one, which is deals with more than 90s wuxia, and that would be The Forbidden Kingdom. Both of them are great, especially if you know your history. Yep. Yeah, they're both really good. I agree. Yeah, and it was like, well, this is... When I watched Kung Fu Panda, I was like, what the fuck? This is actually a Shaw Brothers movie. A real one. And Forbidden Kingdom, well, we'll have to watch that one day because that one is just... That one doesn't get the love it deserves. True. It's one of the best adaptions of uh, Into the West the Monkey King story that right. there is. But, yeah, I go to Movie Trailer Madness, find uh, 90s martial, 90s arts, martial movie arts movie trailers. And get ready at OOO. So here we go in five, four, three... Two, one, go. And here we go. Movie trailer madness. And this first one has got one of the best in fight ever. 
And and if you really catch it in the middle, you would think this is a shitty, no-budget kung fu film. But then, good God, does it turn out to be great. And that's King of the Kickboxers. And who steals this movie, Carl? Uh, I have no idea. Talk to me. Billy Blanks as the main bad guy. Okay. Yeah, this is an actual tie, you know. That, if you can get it uncut, it gets really brutal. Hey, Don Stroud, everybody. And there's the pit that they pretty much ripped off a lot. And it's one of the most best setups for a fight there is. Yeah, that's why we watch bad movies, Carl. Ain't that oh, right? Oh, absolutely. Success comes through pain. Then I'm we gonna love beat you with pain. a big old ball bat. And unlike films from this era in America, there's no rape in it. How weird I'll... was it to watch a that doesn't have any rape in it? They was really no. rapey. Yeah, they were. But this one, well, the setup is... The 70s were rapey, too, some of them. Yeah, but the setup of this is that uh, this guy is filming, like, a snuff film fight. Uh, and Billy Blanks is his champion. You might know him more from the Tybo series, but God, is he good in this. I mean, just his facial expression. Oh. And it has a great training sequence, too. This well, they all one. should have a great training sequence, no matter yeah. what. You know, I mean, that's part oh, of the deal. What's this? Buddha head. Buddha head. Yeah. Carl's a little Buddha head. Hey, speaking of, if you watch the direct-to-video kung fu film in the early to mid-90s, there's a 90% chance you're going to see Don the Dragon Wilson. The Dragon Wilson. Absolutely. And it just seems like none of the, if this is a Dragon Fist film, none of them were fucking connected. Literally. It was like, we're going to take Dan the Drag, Dan, Don the Dragon Wilson and just put him in random shit in every movie. Absolutely. The best one of these with Don the Dragon Wilson is Blood Fist 3 because one is the prison and two, he's with Richard Roundtree and a couple of other great ones in the 70s, Black Floytation. 
movement. Wilson a lot good, of these, there's no doubt. Yeah, a lot of these kickboxing movies came from the Jean Claude Van Damme film, which is Kickboxer. Right, Duke. Uh, not this, politically this, correct. Yeah, this is sort of like uh, a Romeo and Juliet knockoff with holes oh God. in the wall. If I want a action Romeo and Juliet, I'll go get China Girl by uh, yeah, Abel Ferrara. Easily. Ring of fire, I fell into a burning ring of fire. Johnny Cash, you are not. This is one that Paramount thought was going to be the next uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, uh, Steven Seagal, Jeff Speakman. And no, he's not. Oh, God. This is one of those. You see a lot of these in the 70s where they would just take a a champion of a certain martial art and just build a whole movie around them. Yeah. Look at all the 70s films that came out after Enter the Dragon. It was all all that. Yeah. Being uh, promoted in the U.S. Yeah. Rumble in the Jump Bronx and all that? Rumble in the Bronx is 90. That's Jackie Chan. But there, did you see who's in this? Uh, Mako and Professor Toro Tanaka. Nice. And James, James fucking Hong. See, it ties into everything ever all at once. How come James Hong didn't get nominated for an Oscar? I would have given him uh, He didn't, but but the reaction at the Oscars to him was like standing ovation. So you know what? Yeah, Corey, yeah. Corey Yun, a.k.a. Shang Tsung. This, see, this is, was stacked. But the problem is everyone else is better fighters and actors than Jeff Cardboard Speakman. Yeah. Oh, good. A canon film. No, it's 90s canon, so. Well, 90s canon is like really, really cheesy goodness. Yeah. Boing, boing, boing. Yeah, a jackass. Is this best of the best two or three? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I had to disappear for 30 seconds. Ooh. Yeah, this is one of the best of the best films. 
Which okay. the first one was a sports movie. But they decided to turn them into action movies because they could. Yeah. I think this is, what, three? I'm not sure. We'll have to see. But look, they're trying their damnedest to disguise it, but they're doing, oh, American Kickboxer 1. Okay, no, we were wrong. Who the hell is John Barrett? Yeah. What's this? Corey Ewan again. Oh, we do like Corey. Ooh, is this... American Yakuza? American... No. Showdown of Little Tokyo! Oh, 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 hell yeah. With Brandon okay, never mind. Lee, with one of Brandon Lee's best off-the-cuff lines ever, which we talked about before. Yes. This is Nothing, a good one. Yeah. This is probably the best about everything we're going to see. No, King of the Kickboxers was good. I Yeah, I'm not saying King of the Kickboxers. No, I, I like this one better Tokyo. than King yeah, just because it's got, you have the biggest dick of any white man I've ever seen. I've ever seen. Matthias Hughes. Oh, my God. Uh, Don the Dragon Wilson. Is this Cyber Tracker or? Not sure. Blood Fist. Two. Uh, oh, no, this is the one that we're talking about. Blood Fist 3, Forced to Fight. Oh, did you see Ray Wise. Ray Wise. <laughs> Ray Wise. Fucking Ray Wise, Hughes. Oh, yeah, this is a good one. I remember seeing this. Now, the Blood Fist films were straight to VHS, but they made Don the Dragon Wilson a pretty wealthy motherfucker. Oh, yeah. But it's weird seeing Matthias Hughes play a human after seeing him just tear shit up and I come in peace. I come in peace. I leave you in pieces. Is actually what that should be called. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's going on? Incoming! It's a blank screen. Incoming! Uh, here we go. You are right. This does have a lot of Don the Dragon Wilson on this. How am I supposed to protect the audience if I can't? Oh, Bridget Wilson. God, no. Is this TC2000? I'm not sure. I don't know this one. The 90s were were hit and miss with me. There were so much uh, DTV... 
But then he was one of the go-to bad guys, Jeff Wincott, Karen Shepard. They're on a mission of justice. Genericus Titleist. Yeah, uh, that one doesn't look good. I'm just saying. No. My God, it's a major studio. Yeah, haven't you forgot? You forgot about this one, a rapid fire. Yeah, I. Most people only know Brandon Lee from one film, and that would be The Crow. Right. He was in a Laser Mission, uh, this rapid fire with. Uh, Showdown Little Tokyo. Yeah, Showdown Little Tokyo. Uh, Rapid Fire had one of the most Texas guys ever in it. See, there he was. Yep. He's so Texan that Texas has a tattoo of him. He, He doesn't have a tattoo of Texas. Out. Powers boost. Powers boost. Nick McCuse, Yeah, this wasn't that bad, but it wasn't the film that he needed to push him over that top. Over the top. Right. Shoot, Carl. Shoot. No, no, no. This isn't. This can't be shoot. I know it isn't. Shoot, fighter. Oh God. It looks more like Shit Fighter. Yeah, they would take all of these, you know, like this is a Bloodsport ripoff. Hey, Ray Wise. So Ray Wise, the again? thing about it. Bolo! Bolo! Cove. Yeah, this is just... This is another one that Stack tried to get the main guy over. But then all it did was remind us how badass Martin Crove and uh, Bolo Young was. Yeah. What was the well, first you know, film part of the that pl- Martin Crowe was in, Carl? This is mm-hmm. a something Carl bonus. What was the first film that Martin Crowe was in? And he got sure. his uh, wife at the time's uh, brother a job in it as the main bad guy. No idea. Last House on the Left. Oh, Last House on the Left. Okay. Yeah. 
The problem you is one thing is Billy Zabka can't act worse shit. He never could. Don't care I if you like Cobra Kai. Well, I never was a big Karaki Kid fan. He was also on the Equalizer as McCall's son in about six episodes, and he was awful. This is, I think this is either best of the best or best of the best, too. No, Christopher Penn! No, that's not Paray. Is that Paray? No, that's uh, Eric Roberts. Roberts, okay. I get the two of them mixed yeah. up. And plus it's got, what's his name? Uh, Wayne Newton is the bad, main bad guy. Sorry, I'll take him as the bad guy in uh, Fort Fairlane any day of the week. Yeah. Like I said, you wouldn't be, you would be surprised. Sonny fucking Landum, hell yeah. <laughs> yep. But you would be surprised. How much these direct-to-VHS kung fu films rented in the 90s. Listen, I knew someone who had a a VHS store where I'd get my porn, basically, and, like, half the store was all kung fu. And that was best of the best. Yeah, best of the best, too. And it has Bolo. Now, that's that's the first one. That's not the second one. No, the second one is more like the sports film. Miramax. Right. Is this the Yakuza with what's-his-name from Highlander, Christophe Lambert? Oh, no. This one is fucking awesome. Iron Monkey. What is the good ones that uh, Tarantino got released with uh, one of the best fucking, if not the best fucking spike pit fight at the end of it. A Wong, a Wong Fei Hoon film. This was a cross between Wong Fei Hoon and the Monkey King. Because it is called Iron Monkey. Now, this looks really good. Oh, it is. I don't, I don't know it. Donnie it looks, Yeah, Donnie Yen. I love the editing that you're seeing in the trailer. I mean, it's, it's moving like crazy. Oh, God, yeah. Like I said, they didn't even touch this. They just released it over here with uh, English dub. No cut, no edition. Yeah, when you will, Wu, Yuen Wu Ping directed this. Oh, uh, see. That it has that beautiful 
inspired. Oh, that looks really good. Pit. Oh, it is. Oh God, that no. looks really. I don't know that one. That one I'm, I'm putting down. I got to see that. Yeah, you should. Is this another Jeff Speakman film? Yes, oh, it is. Oh God. Mm. They tried their damnedest to make Jeff Speakman the next big thing, but you can't. This is a mix between the gangsta films and the martial arts films. How do you like how they did that? All of them got down and shot in style, you know. Lean to the right, bang, bang, bang. Yep. And what's weird is during this time, Jackie Chan was pretty much still, unless you ran in uh, the gray market scenes, was an unknown. Pretty bad. Yeah, well. Albert Magnoli, though. You want to be... Uh, oh, guess who's Roddy? with uh, Roddy Piper in this one? You'll shit. If this is what I think it is. This got Billy Blanks in it, uh, Roddy Piper. TC2000, I think. Yeah, people forget how big of a name for a moment Roddy Piper was in the action scene. Billy Blanks is cool, but he's a better bad guy. Yeah. Than a good guy. There's certain guys that you should never to quote a wrestling term, turn face, because mm-hmm. they're so much better as the evil son of a bitch. Yep. See this? Back in action. Oh, Fist of Legend, which I don't think we've ever got to see it fully uncut over in the United States. Probably not. Why is this a remake of what story? Uh, uh, The Last Emperor, isn't it? No, Fist of Legend is Fist of Fury. Bruce Lee film, a.k.a. As you and as we would know it over here, the Chinese connection. See? Yep. And it is good. 
I've got the chance to see the full cut. This was a mini series. They cut down into a movie version, keeping the best fights, but losing a lot of plot. Yeah, that looks like good fights. No, oh, it is great fight. The final fight between him and the Japanese guy is just good. It's just too bad Miramax got a hold of it and cut the shit out of it. Wait, what's this? Oh, God, no! Okay, what the hell is this? Remember we talked about this during the Brian Usna episode? Oh, Fist yeah. of the North okay, Star. Never mind. I know. And it sucks more ass than if this was an ass-sucking porno. And if you go in there expecting to see Malcolm McDowell, you're going to be highly fucking disappointed. And guess who else is in this? Um, is Michael Ironside in this too? Yeah, Van Peebles. Oh, Van Peebles, okay. Yeah, Melvin is in this. No, you mean Mario, not Melvin. No, Melvin. I mean it. Melvin is in this. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's just too bad the movie sucks. This is another... So I love Malcolm. See, Melvin Van Peebles. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Okay, it's PM. It's got to be good. Yeah, it's PM Entertainment. That means boing. PM Entertainment never had the best plot, but they had that uh, they had the best. Well, you just seen best car crashes, best fights. They knew how to worship the stuntmen in the right way. And the best mayhem too. Oh God, yeah. See, look, they got a mountain lion there. That if it's P. Did you just see who they asked Rita Moreno kicking ass? Yeah. But still, if you see a mountain lion in a PM Entertainment film, there's a 90% chance that mountain lion going to fuck someone up by the end of the movie. Oh, absolutely. I don't remember the name of this, but I've seen it. Yeah. Get him back his disc, Carl. Well, doesn't he need to go into surgery to prepare his disc? I don't know. (laughs) Call me boys. Yeah. See, look, even there. Yeah, this is mayhem. Yeah. Strike force. Oh, Ring of Fire 3, Strike Force. He had two big series. That was it. And now on to the main course, which you got to have 
the Criterion channel and go to Supercross. Uh, uh, Michelle Yo kicks ass. It's one of she those. She certainly does. Like, oh, we're going to do that, and they and go down for to Police Story Three Supercop Stanley Tong. Okay, and, I'm at zero zero zero, and I've got Force and Star in front of me. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Okay, and here we go in five, four, three, two, one, go. This is weird how I first seen this, Carl. I seen okay. this in Spanish on a Mexican channel you were telling me with uh, Mandarin dub. And mainland Chinese subtitles. So wow. there was no way I wasn't going to be confused. All I know is it had Jackie Chan and kicking ass. Did you know at the time it had Michelle Yeoh too? Yeah. I okay. mean, I knew what the film was. Golden Harvest. Ah. Love me some Golden Harvest. Yeah. But, yeah, this is Police Story 3. The first one was one of Jackie's most successful films. But the second one was boring as shit. So they needed to up the game for this one. I love it. They got the HK uh, titles. Yeah. And uh, Michelle Yeoh had just come off of, well, you if you look at the Peering Collection, uh, Royal Warriors, Yes, Madam. And Heroic Trio, too, of course. Yeah. Hot. This is set back before the reunification of uh, Hong Kong with uh, main with what we called back then mainland China. And Stanley Tong is uh, the guy there that's in the gray suit. He plays Uncle. Ho, as he played in the other one. There he is, right there. Yeah, there With he the is. Gray suit and the pinch tie. I find it interesting that we got a white Caucasian. Well, here. remember, Britain, Britain was occupying uh, Hong yeah, Kong true. at this that's time. True. You're right about that. Okay. This is before the unificate reunification. Fix it for me. Tell me tomorrow. But you get paid to not to. Uh, I'm not in ground. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. 
And there he is, Jackie Chan. Yamaha. This is back when they started calling him Jackie and all his friends, Inspector Chan. Yep. That's where the title comes from, uh, Super Cop. Yeah. But, well, the, where the fun really starts is, uh, did you tell James Bond he'll go on this mission? Is that, uh, Well, Jackie Chan said to Michelle Yeoh, uh, women shouldn't, women can't outdo men in fighting and stunts. And she said, oh, really, motherfucker? And then we got for the rest of the movie, them trying to outfight, outstunt each other. And let me tell you something. Some of the stunts here are magnificent. Uncle Bill. Let's let's remember, too, that that the stunts you see are practical. There's no CGI. It's all practical. They do this shit. This is during the time when uh, Jackie got his uh, world record. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you remember what the world record was for, Carl? No, tell me. Most broken bones on a single human being. Yep. I think close to about 200 plus. And a hole in his head. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're the worst. That's why we're worst, Carl. Right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, I don't. The one thing about this, it is fun. It's a fun movie. Yeah. Uh, The first police story is more well known for the stunts that Stallone and Kurt Russell ripped off for Tango and Cash. Right. So I like Tango and Cash. Oh, I like it. But there's no denying that they ripped off some of the stunts from this. 
By the way, do you know who directed Tango and Cash? Who? The same guy that did did your beloved uh, Runaway Train. Oh yeah, Aaron. Al- no, no, Konchalovsky. 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 Yeah. Well, he was one of the best action directors to never really get his due. You know what I mean? Yep. But yeah, this was released in a highly cut print by Miramax back when Harvey Scissorhands would get these foreign films and cut them up just so he could. It was just him in his pissing contest, like, look at me. I'm the fucking boss. This came out after uh, Rumble in the Bronx, which was his first U.S. American. I said U.S., which was called Red Bronx in every other territory. But what's funny is that it was called Red Bronx, but if you look at it, in the wide shots, you could tell the motherfucker was filmed in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. This was, uh, I think, pretty, pretty decently about five or six years old before we even got it new over here. Yeah. Uh, Miramax, because of uh, Tarantino, had bought a lot of these Jackie Chan films and just sat on them. I love the, right here the cultural shot. Yeah. Because she took care of her freaking self. Oh yeah. She is younger there. You could you could tell, but but you know yeah. you see her in every everything everywhere all at once. She's still gorgeous, and she's sixty years old at this point. See, look how he's treating her right there, you know. Uh-huh. And you'll start to see her get very pissed off. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. One thing you don't want is Michelle Yeoh pissed off at you because she will kick your ass. And she never was a trained fighter. She was no. a, as you called it, an opera star. A literally well, well, you opera, call it opera star before. Yeah. Yeah, ballet opera. No, I'm being literal. She was Oh yeah. An opera star before she starred in Yes Madam with uh Cynthia Rothrock. But a lot of these Kung Fu people study opera because a lot of the movements in that particularly Chinese opera, uh are are incorporated into Kung Fu. Yeah, in the old days it was because you would have like uh, the Wong Fei Hyung op, uh, plays and uh, Monkey King. Mm-hmm. We don't want to get into Wong Fei Hyung because the amount of Wong Fei Hyung films. Whoo! I love it. He plays his goofy, normal self, you know. You can tell she's he's being condescending as fuck to her right now. See, Monkey King... Now, if you've watched the U.S. print, this is your first time seeing this bit right here. Yeah. See, look at her, really. <laughs> she's starting. You can tell she's starting to get pissed. Yeah. That is definitely like if you go down up north, he gets you soda. You go down south, you get you a pop. Or get you a coat. So this is all basically build up to where where it gets crazy. Notice she's just there. She's not even faced. Oh, there was uh, one of the funnier gags that guy going around on there. And plus all that fake uh, breaking, like, boards on the head. That was parodying all of the 
breaking boards crap that you would see in these films. There's a whole lot of parody of these type of kung fu films. You know. <laughs> you gotta love her. But the sad part is, is when they release this over in the U.S., they cut a lot of the parody elements, either by changing dialogues or just cutting scenes out, period. You know. Because I've noticed this is more of a goofball comedy than Super Cop the U.S. print was. Right. You, you could see you could see elements of it though, even in the U.S. print. I could always tell that it was somewhat of a parody. Yeah. Of course, the setup here is is they all look down on him, but he's going to prove them that that he can do it and, and get respect out of Michelle Yeoh. And of course, that's that's a common trope in me. Yeah, that leads to the great one of the greatest things ever to come from the guy who directed uh, Five Fingers of Death. Using of dust to make your kicks and punches look more owie than they are. Oh, it's good stuff. Yeah, this is a hell of a fight. And this is probably the first time you got to see it truly uncut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, this is fun stuff. Yeah, this wasn't in the U.S. print, but this was in the Mexican print when I seen it, and I was just laughing my ass off. Because <laughs> U.S. print cuts from there to that rolling and him getting stuck in the tree. Well, that's a pretty quick 
they they used a little bit of a filler scene in here, filmed with Stanley Tong, instead of cutting directly from here to the labor camp. There he is, Yuan Bio. Yep. He's one of those guys you wouldn't recognize him by his name, but once you see his face, you're like, hey, I'll see oh, him play the bad guy in a lot of these motherfucking movies. Remember, what was his first big, Ewan Bio's first big Hollywood film role? Not sure. Big Trouble in Little China. China, yes. Big Trouble. Yeah, he was uh, one of the gang members. Right. Just like uh, the wind and things are pretty much uh, what was left of the Venom's troop. That poor dog. Oh, yeah. Okay, now we're starting to get into some fights here. This is good stuff. Yeah. It is until a little bit later we start seeing the real out stunt, out battle between Michelle Yeoh and Jackie Chan. 
begins. It's just a setup. But I'll tell you what, if you want a real, you know, you're talking about a real action film here. It does not stop from here on. Yeah. It's weird how uh, uh, Miramax cut this just so they could cut this. That was Harvey's big thing, is to get these foreign films like this that he didn't need to cut, but cut it anyway. Look, you know, what he's doing there, running up that incline, it's not easy, guys. I mean, look, you can tell. This part should be called, My Thighs Are Killing Me. Because you could just see that how much pain that he's in. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Criterion and 88 Films, for uh, putting out the uncut version of... Uh, uh, Police Story 3, a.k.a. Super Cop. And I know that the only reason that we're watching this is because of the Oscars. So, this is one of the few times I'm going to go, mwah, to the Oscars. Yeah. Uh, well, Jamie Lee was correct when she said... This Oscar and this night is for all of you exploitation filmmakers and fans. What a stunt. Yeah. I mean, you could tell that they're really hurting right there. Oh, yeah. Pissing blood by now. Oh, I'd be dead. tell what they restored and what was in the Miramax print just based on the quality. Just based on the cinematography and the, yeah. and, and the print. Absolutely. The HK stuff is a lot softer. 
They're got out the Brave Archer, but you know what I wish they would bring out? A tiger on beat. Mm-hmm. So you get to see uh, Chow Yun Fat with a with a yo-yo machine gun. Nice. And that ain't the bad part. With Gordon Liu versus the guy, and they're fighting each other with chainsaws. I mean, literally, Paul, <laughs> giant chainsaw, you know. This whole bit right here was not in the U.S. print, was no, it? No, no, this wasn't in it. Not messing around. Fuk Sang Yuk. Now Carl would like to like the fish balls, right? Yep. And why what we're talking about is sort of like uh sushi, except that the the rice and the fish are rolled into uh seaweed, right? Yeah, well seaweed, yeah, it's made like air uh pancow crumbs and deep fried. Right. By the way, I should just mention that for my snack for the movie, I have pork rinds. Or if you're from Mexico, chicharrones. Mm-hmm. Hoy Saidong Village. <laughs> and you notice that Jackie Chan has, has sort of a, a Samo Young haircut there. Yeah. 
I got it all set up, man. Yeah. <laughs> he has no idea what's going on. Yeah. A lot of this stuff that was cut out, they used that anti, the cameo in the U.S. version to uh, exposition it. 
Just don't ask what they're going to do with the dog, people. No, don't. In a way, Super Cop is uh, sort of a parody of uh, Hard Boiled. Mm-hmm. The John Woo film, which we've never gotten a good version of over here. Every dub that I've seen in English or subtitled has been shit. Mm-hmm. Agreed. They were just lucky that uh, Jackie Chan and Michelle Yo Carl only likes uh, the second food if uh, it's alive and on a meat rack. But don't bunch. No comment from the gallery? Ah, ah, no. Ah. No, I'm watching a movie. It's ah. been years since I've seen this. Well, this is probably the first time you've seen this. This is the first time I've seen it. Uncut. Yeah, exactly. This is when yeah. This is when the battle really starts. Yeah. <laughs> Cause look how pissed off she looks. Oh yeah. You do not piss off this woman. Oh God, bless. Especially someone who was taught how to fight from Cynthia Rothrock. Right. Which is sad that that name should be more revered over here, but her Hong Kong films are only barely starting to leak out. 
Yeah. Like, uh, yes, madam. Yeah, they just gave him cred. Jackie Chan forgot that when it comes to being martial arts stars, the women were there before the men. Very true. Like uh, King Who's uh, Come Drink With Me. Mm-hmm. And Golden Lady Snowblood. That's Samurai. I'm talking martial arts film. Oh, okay. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, the King Who films were the 60s, late 60s. Mm-hmm. Ha, 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 ha. How'd you like that, goddamn cattle prod? I must buy one to take back to Hong Kong with me. <laughs> yep. I'll be back in a tiny bit. Okay. <laughs> See, it's, it is the interplay between these two. You can tell they're both stars, but they're really having fun here. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm having... Too much fun here. <laughs> I'm back. Okay. So we they're How, they're hiding in the boat. Hong Kong. Yeah, police. I know. How weird is it going back and Basically, we've had a whole generation that used to being China as unified. 
you know, mm-hmm. and seeing this in the days before that, you won't believe how important the whole Hong Kong China turnover thing was. Oh yeah. It pretty much killed the Japanese uh, film industry and a lot of the Category 3 and action films that weren't pro-Chinese were pretty much buried. That's why Jackie's become his odd little self because all of his money was in Chinese banks. And if he didn't support the Chinese government, Right. Oh, there's a couple. There's a few of them uh, that really deal with the change. The closer that you get to the turnover, like uh, Wicked City. Right. And the and the and the tone change of this film. The U.S. version is more actiony than this. This one is more of a farce, you know. Yeah. Oh, it's a great action film still, but it's got its farcical elements uh, added back in. You know, sort of like the, the the films that you see with the, the American films with Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson. Uh, you know, I mean... Shanghai like, Nights and Shanghai Noon. Right. Not totally farcical, but still. Did you hear what he said in garbled English? Uh, hi, girls. Can hi. I can I join you? Hi, Biatch. <laughs> Biatch. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, that oh. girl right there was in uh, Armor of God, Armor of God Two, and Wheels on Meals. Or Meals on Wheels. Originally, this was supposed to be the main bad guy from Police Story 1 and 2, but the actor couldn't make it. Okay.
同你食大茶饭，点知你嘅大佬咁对我哋？我俾面你，走。上冇子弹啊！点知？ And that's a game that was never released over here for the Genesis. <coughs> And was the biggest game in Russia's history, and that is the one, the only. Tetris. Yep. You know they got a movie out called Tetris. That's going to be on Apple TV. It's all about how it was made, and the selling of it, and and going to Russia and all that sort of stuff, and getting the rights. Yeah. That's like in all video games that you see being played in TV in the nineties. You'll hear the sounds of the twenty six hundred Pac Man. Yeah. By the way, nice pad. Got to say that that is a nice pad. Why didn't they use the two guys that were in the pool already to hold them down? Yeah, the really. Two, the other three idiots just were in their suits. About the biggest change I've noticed from this, from the original Hong Kong print, is that they've cut out a lot of the. Illegal music that were used yes. in it. Well, they did that a lot. I mean, you know, we we just did one with the theme from Shaft. You know, but they always use American music. Yeah. Okay, there's going to be some mayhem. What's funny is that guy right there played the Vietnamese uh, drug smuggling commander in American Gangsta with Denzel. Hey, who are, who's that guy? I oh, where have I seen him before? I don't know. Where have we seen him before? Everywhere. 
Do you rec- no, do you recognize who that is? The guy with the uh, goatee that he keeps... That he I, I'm showed? trying to think. I know the face. I've seen him before. I can't I can't place him. Yeah, what was the name of the director and uh, the stunt woman? Oh. Well, it was played by Samo, but that's not Samo. Bingo! Yeah, that's Samo. <laughs> Is that Samo? Hold on. Yeah. What are they showing? Again. Okay. See? CSMO. Yeah, I mean, I can see it. A little bit skinnier, Samo. But it's Samo. And that fruit did he bash the guy's head in is a Doron. A stinky, stinky, stinky fruit. That is Samo. Yeah, that is Samo. Now that now I see him stand up. That's Samo. Yeah. Okay, never mind. His cameo was cut out of the US version. No. This is about the time that him and Jackie, well, Samo was doing his own thing with the My Lucky Stars series. Mm-hmm. And they had done the drama, Well, Dragons Forever. Mm-hmm. See, that's how you do explosion stunts. You just like yeah. a motherfucker on the stars say, jump, motherfucker, jump. It is also about the time when uh, Jackie Chan, I mean, Samo did the East, East, did Eastern Condors. Right. Which is okay, a great non-exploitation film. Samo got a gun. Don't fuck with him. Cause Samo got a gun. Samo had a gun.
Kevin will go bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, as you notice, there's a lot of grain structure change during this scene, which means fucking Miramax got out a lot of the action, too. <laughs> oh God! Damn, I love her. <laughs> it's so weird seeing Jackie use guns, isn't it? Yeah. When the in the super cop. You see the difference between Chinese ballet and opera right there. Opera is Jackie Chan. That wasn't as smooth as the ballet when Michelle Yeoh just sailed out of there. happier than pointing a bazooka well reasonable like it's time mm-hmm. Carl was like no 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 and then I had someone knocking on the door and they and he opened it and they were pointing a bazooka at him he's like okay I'll agree with you no absolutely Ha, ha, ha. 
fuck. Yeah. That's what she was said in English when she stood up. That's the reason why Michelle Yeoh has an Oscar and was able to get into American roles while Chow Yun Fat never really could. He was he was in a couple, you know. He was in the King and I. Yeah. You know, and, and what's the one Romeo is bleeding? I think he's in too. Yeah, but he no, it was Jet Li, but. He never could get past that language barrier. Yeah. Remember the replacement killers? I need forged documents. Yes. Well, Michelle, she can speak fluent Mandarin, Chinese, U.S. Uh, um, U.S. Now we're getting to the main plot of this movie, which if you watch the U.S., they pretty much cut out the main fucking plot. Which is to get his wife out of uh, jail. Right. We need to do a show from there, Carl. Oh, yeah, no shit. Big gas pool and stuff. Good looking women. Well, I've already got a good-looking woman. I just want the pool and uh, the sunlight. Well, I don't, so so that would be nice. I could see you in those. Yeah, that's why you wouldn't have go and have a good-looking woman, because you go around with the those... Uh, what do they call it? Banana hammocks. And plus, in the U.S. cut, he kept it a secret from his lady that he was undercover doing this job. You know. In the U.S. cut, that's his fiance. <laughs> But this is this is the comedy. This is this this is great stuff. Now, if you don't think I would like Michelle Yeoh to do a me a massage, you're out of your mind.
I wouldn't mind be working in something like that, but that's what Carl's doing this weekend. He's doing a working job that that's going to be fun. Also fun, yeah. Oh, now I'm heading to the New York uh, City Sci-Fi Film Festival on Saturday. We'll get into that after the movie. We got right now, like I said. Oh, Perrier. Oh, God. I remember whenever Mom brought one home and I tried it. That shit burned. You know what I mean? That mineral water burns going down. Because that just made no fucking sense Other than to give them a reason to suspect Jackie Mm -hmm. That was useless as shit Homeboy needs to get laid Your mama looking for customers, Carl. Like I said. Let's 
We're getting to the best, best part of the film and, and the best stunts.
In case you're, in case you're wondering, up. people, that when he had that face like that, he actually pepper sprayed himself. Yep. Oh, that hurt. But, yeah, this, like I said, this is when the major uh, out stunting begins. Yeah, look at, look at her. Look at her. Uh, there is a blooper that wasn't in the blooper reel when he jumped in the car. Uh, car. Yes. It's a stick here. And when he jumped in the car, he ended up hitting the shifting gear nut first. Yep. Look at this. Look at this. And remember, this is real stunts. This is not... Yeah. This car chase is is as insane as it looks. See, look at that dancer's balance she had there. Oh, yeah. Now this this is this is a chase scene. This is awesome. Oh God, yeah. Do 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 do. Ow. I think this is uh, even right now. Yeah. But then we're we're not done yet. We're done. Oh hell no! Done. Not by a long shot. God, look at this. this yeah. Imagine the choreography here and the stunt work and everything about this. Yeah, that's why when it come time to bring Jackie Chan over to the U.S. with uh, Red Bronx, a.k.a. Uh, Rumble in the Bronx, he had Stanley fucking Tong direct it. Yeah. He really became... Stanley and Samo were Jackie's directors of choice. And we really didn't mention it, but this is the third in the Police Story series. With uh, the fourth 
I'm never getting uncut over here. It was called First Strike. It was a police story for First Strike, which was released as Jackie Chan's First Strike. Which led to one of the weirdest things when they dubbed all of his movies. No matter what the character, his name was Jackie Chan. Yep. Oh, God, look at that beautifulness. Oh, God. You and Bio Bitch Slap Express. You can see the change music, but you can tell what was supposed to be there, can't you? Yes. The theme from Batman, the Danny Elfman theme. Wait, never mind. Holy shit, there it is. I hear it, don't you? (laughs) This is all, this is shit. This is real shit you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, really swinging by the helicopter. Okay, so at the end of this movie, we're going to vote. Okay, who does the best studs? Jackie Chad or Michelle Yeoh? Fucking unreal. And yes, that is Jackie Chan on there. That's not the stunt person. Maybe in the, maybe in the, uh, I don't even think in, in, in the long shots, it's not Jackie Chan. That's why out of all the stunts, uh, Jackie says this upcoming one with him falling on the train in the car butt first was the most painful. Yeah. Those Durons. It's like yeah, it's like falling into a place full of cactuses. Mm-hmm.
And the Durons, for all of those who are in the know or not in the know, Carl will know, is maybe a tasty fruit, I've heard, but one of the stinkiest goddamn things you could run into in your life. Uh, for what I heard, it smells like rotting flesh. Yeah. You talk about physicality, man, and just incredible stunts. In Sodomite. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. You talk about badass. Check this out. And that was all Michelle Yo. No stunt double. <laughs> like I said, she would not let Jackie Chan outdo her. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. Boing, crack, boom, slatter. Oh. Blast. Just in case you're wondering, yes, those fucking rotor blades are fucking moving. <laughs> yes. Nice. Oh, I love this. <laughs> I love it. He does all that fancy, then just sits down and... This is this is this is all fucking real, man. There's no bullshit here. Wow. See, even see right there. They mentioned that 1997. Yep. Oh, and, and here the you winner, see some of the Yeah. And the winner will be Jackie Chan, just not for the stunt that you would think it is. Okay. For landing on those goddamn durians. Yeah. Which the blaze will shred your ass. Well, you well, see how he acted when he land, then landed into yeah. it. Yeah. 
Yeah, there wasn't acting there. That was real. Yeah. Of course, he was padded, but nonetheless. But no, he wasn't padded, but still. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> he didn't expect his hands to be shredded the way they were. No. But Michelle Yeoh and that goddamn motorcycle stunt is not unreal. Yeah. Unreal. Look at that shit. The alley in from uh, Michelle Yeoh was that right there. And oh, oh yeah. and did you see that? He punched her right in the cooch. Yep. <laughs> what happened there is one of the bullet shells got him in the eye. See, he was wired to that pole. Yeah. Ouch. Caught him right in the ass. Well, what's funny is that the stunts that where they really got fucked up are the ones that you can't tell that they are the stunts where they got fucked up. Yeah. Maybe not the best of the Michelle Yeoh on Criterion, but that last 20 minutes is just unfriggin' real. It may be the most fun, but... Yeah, the heroic trio and the follow-up executioners are ones you got to really look at seriously uh, when it comes to the 1997 transition. And that whole class line about the 1997 transition was cut out of the U.S. print of Super Cop. But but I had only seen the U.S. version, so that was that was something new for me. Yeah, that was just something new. And, and, really, and, uh, at that time, uh, every actor that could get over and director that could get over to the United States of America or just did. out of Hong Kong for transition did. We got Ringo Lamb coming over here. We had Jackie Chan coming over here. We had Chow Yun Fat. We had uh, John Woo, Sui Hark. Uh, what's his name that did See uh, the Chucky and Bride of Chucky? Ronnie uh, uh, Yeah. Ronnie Yu. Yeah. I almost said Godfrey Ho. <laughs> No, he was pretty much dead, but dead, his career is pretty much dead. But, yeah, you would get that where they would come over because they didn't want to get stuck in mainland, uh, uh, well, communist-ran China. 
And Chan ended up going back and becoming a true blue Chinese uh, pro-China communist uh, aficionado in his later films like uh, New Police Story and stuff. But the best one of his later films is not much of an action film from him, is it, Carl? No, no. I mean, it's it's more of a political thriller, and it's called The Foreigner, and uh, it's set in England, and it also has to do with the Irish Republic Army, and his uh, daughter is killed in an explosion, and he he used to work for the Hong Kong police, and he goes after whoever said it, and... and uh, it's a really, really good film. Not well known. With but, Pierce Brosnan. With Pierce Brosnan. And I would recommend that highly. It's called The Foreigner. And of all the Michelle Yeoh films that really, where she made the transition over here, doesn't uh, her win make it that she was the only Bond girl to ever win an Oscar? I'd have to check that to be sure, but I think you're right. I think and she you're right. stole that film from Pierce Brosnan, uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. Dies, yeah. And I would, I would put her in the top four or five Bond girls of all time, easily. Yeah. You know, another film, and I know you don't like it, but but if you ever see the uncut version of Babylon A.D., she's phenomenal in that, and she's with uh, Vin Diesel in that. Yeah, but don't forget, even the uncut version of Babylon A.D. is not the director's cut. Cut, right. And actually, what I saw of it, you know, I, I saw the, unquote, uncut version. Uh, it's so much better than what was released. I remember I was really, really primed for that because I was a Michelle Yeoh fan and a Vin Diesel fan, and I knew the director, Matthew Kasovitz. And, and I, you know, even in its uncut version or theatrical version, I knew that it had been fucked with. I knew it had been fucked with. And, and, uh, yeah. But it was still decent. Even in that version. And uh, another good one with Michelle Yeoh. I think it was from last year or the year before. And that would be uh, uh, Final Boss. Oh, yes. She only has a small role in that, but but it's integral to to it. And it's very, very... That's a fun film. You mean... We did a commentary watch on that. That was a lot of fun. And uh, Gunpowder Milkshake. <laughs> yep. She was in that, too. And, and um, Don't Forget Crazy Rich Asians, which, of course, is not an action film. She was really good in that, too. Yeah, she really should have won for... Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, or uh, she's had many roles before this, and she deserved it for this, that it 
she's one of those when she won is I'm like it was like it's about fucking time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the old Randy Newman line. You know, he'd been up for like 13 Oscars, and they said, oh, what are you going to say if you won the Oscar for this song? It's about fucking time. Yeah. yeah. And with that, well, we're just really getting the drive-in started because they got some good ones out there. We got uh, Millionaire's Express, whatever uh, your co-partner wants to do next is a martial arts film. uh New on Shutter, and if you haven't seen it, you need to. They just released the remastered version of the 90s uh, Aussie uh, New Zealand exploitation film, Jack Be Nimble. Oh, I don't know that one. Oh, it's good. It has Alexis Arquette in it and stuff, and it's very good, very bizarre. Now I'm just waiting for the ugly to come out. And, of course, uh, Criterion has one of the, well, the one that we've called the transitional film from uh, Poe films and the Gothics to the modern-day horror film. Which, if you are a student of horror rather than a fan, you have to see it. And it's Peter Bogdanovich's Target. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, yeah, what what off thou doing this weekend? Well, you know, we mentioned it a little bit during the uh, commentary. But I will be attending the New York City Sci-Fi Film Festival, uh, which is down in the uh, uh, Times Square area of New York City. And we had uh, on on, uh, Deviant Legion, we had a podcast with the founder and director of the festival, Daniel Abello. Daniel uh, also, if if you're not in the New York City area, you can go to their website, and they have a virtual show that they're going to do on Sunday, uh, which is basically just repeating everything. So everybody in the country has a chance to see this. And it's a uh, series of nearly 30 short films and one feature and two documentaries. And it starts at 1030, and it goes until 12. I won't be there for the full day. But I will be meeting with Daniel, and there will be several directors there and uh, and screenwriters, and they also have a, uh, a graphic novel uh, uh, display and various things. So so that's going to be really interesting. We're going to, you know, hopefully be able to do more with them in, in the future. Yeah. But this and is really nice. to quote the Beatles, how, you know, when people ask, how do you get tickets to the Knoxville Horror Fest? How does Carl get connections to the Sci-Fi Fest? Well, it's a short line, but it's the most true. The love that you get, well, the love that you give is equal to the love that you get. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. It's, it's support. It's support, you know, and, and, and mutual mutual work together and, and yeah. work for each other's purposes. That's one of the reasons I love being yeah. on with you and, 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 and doing this with you again. Seriously. And uh, we're going to like to drive in. We're going to really delve into some obscure drive-in shit. We've already done that already with uh, Payday. And sure, sure, we're going to go deeper. We're going to go deep, deeper than deep. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, yeah, Jack B. Dimble is good. You need to see if you haven't seen it. It's one of those uh, New Zealand exploitation films of poor Peter Jackson that goes along with David Blythe's uh, Death Warmed Up and The Ugly, which is one of the best serial killer films of the 90s. But the only way that you could get it over here on DVD was to buy... uh, a deluxe edition of the Saw films that had it as a full screen, no featured extra. So, please show some love for the obscure and try to watch something new. And watch the Michelle Yeoh films they have on Criterion because they really are good, like uh, Yes, Madam... Uh, uh, Royal Warriors, the Heroic Trio, the Executioners. Really, uh, the Heroic Trio and Executioners, two of the best superhero movies come out of the 90s. Agreed. And with that, thank you. Have fun this weekend, Carl. And I will. We'll see you next week. We'll see you soon. Yeah, and remember this, Carl. I'm saying this on the air, not as a a smack you in your hand, but as the best advice. This is not about you. This is about them. And the second you try to make it about you, that's when everything will be ruined. It's about the festival, not you. Exactly. And with that, good night. We'll see you next week or whenever. Well, probably it'll be a more of a regular schedule now that I'm starting. Got my meds all set up, so good. See We're very happy about that. We're yeah. glad you're feeling better. And on your way out, get a free cup of Carl's ten degree weather chili. Because if it's ten degrees or colder outside, that chili will make you not cold anymore. And no, we've calmed it down a little bit so you can't use it for punishment for your bratty-ass kids anymore. Remember last year, it was like, if you don't behave, we'll make you eat Carl's chili. No! (laughs) 
And then we'd send them to the bathroom without toilet paper. Exactly. (laughs) But good night, everybody. Good night. Sleep well. Good night, night. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. I hate to leave you, but I really I must say, oh, good night, sweetheart. Good night.